Welcome to episode two of the Teacher's Lounge podcast. This week we've got Miss Idaho, who is also an Idaho school teacher on the show. She talks about prepping for the upcoming Miss America pageant, how she balances it all with teaching, and what it's been like to go through some really difficult years as a teacher. Here's our interview. Hope you enjoy. On today's podcast, we've got with us Sarah Jensen. She is Miss Idaho 2022 and a math teacher at Gem Prep in Meridian. So Sarah, can you take us back to that moment when you were crowned Miss Idaho and just tell us what that felt like and what that meant to you? Oh my gosh, it felt surreal. <laughs> I had competed for Miss Idaho five times before I actually won it. Um, and. So I think for it to actually finally happen, it just, it felt unreal. <laughs> it was everything I ever imagined. And for something that I've been working for for so long to finally come to fruition was really rewarding and exciting for me and my family and my supporters, so. Mm-hmm. I saw that in your story that you had competed four times before winning on your fifth time. My fifth, yes. And now when you look back, you're like, oh, that was a success story, but you know, on our journeys, sometimes we don't know what the end's gonna look like. So did you ever get discouraged in those four times? I mean, how did you make the decision to keep going and keep trying for this? (laughs) I got discouraged many times throughout those four attempts, I would say. The first two times I competed, I was 18 years old and then 19 years old. And then I took a three year break because I knew, I think in my soul that I was not ready to be Miss Idaho and I wanted to experience some other things and do some other things in my life before I came back and competed again. And so um, when I came back, it was in the year 2019 and I had some successes in the pageant, Um, didn't walk away with the title, but felt good about my, you know, about my performance and what I brought to the table. Um, And of course COVID hit. So the the next competition was not until 2021. Um, And again, had some successes. Um, It was, it's funny because I I won overall talent um, three years in a row and talent is the biggest portion of competition. So I won in 2019, 2021 and 2022. But in 2021, I also won the onstage question portion. And in 2022, I also won the interview portion. So it was like each time I was getting closer and closer and I had some small successes that kind of gave me a taste and and made me think that I had a shot. And so even though it did feel like a really big loss every time I didn't walk away with the title, I felt like I, I could do it if I really put my mind to it and I kept pushing for it. And so I'm really glad I did. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on your eventual success. Thank you. That's so great. So I don't know a lot about the Miss Idaho pageant. Can you tell us about what exactly all the talent portions are? Yeah. So Miss Idaho first has to undergo a 10 minute interview. So there's nine and a half minutes of questions and then a 30 second closing statement. And in that interview, the judges can ask anything under the sun. They can ask you about who you are. They can ask you about your social impact. Um, They can ask you about politics and your opinion on hot button issues in the world. And so really when you're preparing for something like that, you have to be prepared for anything and everything. And a lot of times they'll say things to purposely trip you up. So you just really have to be, um, I guess, aware of what's going on in the world. And that for me is the hardest phase of competition. Um, Then there's a talent portion, which is a 90 second talent and it can be whatever anyone chooses. Um, I am a pianist. I took piano lessons for 13 years. So that's what I do for my talent. Um, There's also a social impact pitch, which is basically a one minute TED talk on the cause that you advocate for and an onstage question that comes after and evening gown and that's it. Okay, 
So they sound like they're all based on kind of your knowledge, your education, your skills. Um, but what is the evening gown component? Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, the evening gown component is just basically your, your moment to shine, um, a moment, moment for you to walk on stage in an evening gown and kind of, I think it kind of shows your, your poise and, and sometimes your personality and, um, and just really gives you a second to kind of, I guess, bask in all of the things that, that you've done because it's always the last phase of competition. And so it's kind of nice to just stand up there and like soak it in and enjoy the moment. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the past, I know that Miss Idaho and Miss America pageants have been criticized for objectifying women because they used to have like the swimsuit portion. And I know that was removed in 2018. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the organization has done enough to move its competition away from something that might make women associate their self-worth with their body image? I think that the organization is moving in the right direction for sure. Um, as I mentioned before, I competed two times in uh, 2015 and 2016 when there was a swimsuit competition. And I did not have a good relationship with the swimsuit competition. And for me, it just felt like even if I was the strongest, the fastest, the healthiest I had ever been, I, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm the skinniest I've ever been. And I think that is the the difference between a fitness sort of competition and a swimsuit competition. And as Ms. Idaho, I can tell you that I will never have to stand in front of anybody in a swimsuit. That's just not part of my job. It's not part of my responsibilities. And I don't think that it aligned with the goal of the organization then. And it definitely doesn't align with the goal of the organization now. And so I love that they took out the swimsuit competition. And I think it's really empowering for, for people who maybe that was the one thing that was standing between them and competing for this title or for this organization. And I, like I said, I think we're moving in the right direction and I'm really happy to be a title holder now at this point in history, as opposed to back when there was a swimsuit competition, because I feel like I represent an entirely different wave of women, which is Mm -hmm. exciting. Mm -hmm. Great. So thanks for that info. So the Miss America pageant, you'll move on to that. Is, Is it in December? December, yeah. Okay, and does that have all the same components that you compete in? As far as I know, yes, it does. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that's going to be televised and everything. So, mm-hmm. what are you doing now to get ready for that? And how are you balancing your preparations for Miss America with being a teacher? <laughs> I can tell you it is not easy. <laughs> um, I, I love my job as an educator and I love my job as Miss Idaho, but I will admit that the balance is difficult. Um, sorry, I just realized I didn't start my own video. Um, so basically right now to prepare for Miss America because it's only a few months away, I have a lot of virtual preparation sessions that include mock interviews, um, practicing my social impact pitch, uh, talent rehearsals, things like that. I am in the process of finding my wardrobe, ordering everything I need um, to, I guess, look and feel my very best on the Miss America stage. And then, of course, I have appearances as Miss Idaho that I have to um, attend and that I'm excited to attend. Like last night, for example, I had a photo shoot in Twin Falls after work. And so I got in the car <laughs> immediately after finishing teaching all day, drove to Twin Falls, did my photo shoot, drove back. Today, after work, I'm on this podcast, which is exciting. It's an honor. Um, And then 
Friday, I am heading to Weezer to do an appearance in Weezer this weekend and then back to Boise Sunday for another one on Sunday. So it's kind of this crazy, <laughs> adventurous double life that I'm living. Um, but it's really fun and I love it. Mm-hmm. So in this role, especially on the national stage, you're going to be representing Idaho and teachers and more specifically, Idaho teachers. Mm -hmm. So what do you want the world to know or see about Idaho teachers that they might not already be aware of? That's a really good question. I feel like Idaho is underestimated as far as our education system goes. And I think what I want the world to know about our Idaho teachers is that we are just as smart, just as accomplished, just as worthy as every other teacher in the country. And just like every other teacher in the country, we had to adapt our entire teaching style throughout the entire pandemic. And we had to adapt just like everybody else. And I think it's important for everybody to recognize that just because we're small, doesn't mean we don't know what we're doing. And I hope that I can represent that and represent my fellow colleagues on the Miss America stage in a good way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we we talked about all the kind of extra things that come along with being with being Miss Idaho and you have all these after school engagements. So how yeah. do you fit in like your lesson planning, your grading and that kind of stuff? <laughs> oh man. Um that I will say I have to be very good at time management. Um during the school day I really take advantage of my prep period. By the grace of God, being a middle school teacher, I have an entire period designated for preparation. And that is my saving grace because I don't have a lot of time outside of school to do those things. Um, I'll admit though, my students did take a test last week and it took me over a week to get them graded because my schedule has just been so bananas. So um, it is a difficult <laughs> to work-life balance. And it's my first year at this school, at Gen Prep Meridian North. I was teaching in Middleton before that for three years. So um, this this new job came at a weird time in my life and it's come with a lot of adjustments. So it's it's been hard, but mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, with all that in mind, have your students found out yet that you're Miss Idaho? And if so, what is their reaction? <laughs> yes, they all know that I'm Miss Idaho. And I actually, I told them on my first day of school because there are some things that I have to miss throughout the year. For example, a full week for, <laughs> for Miss America. And Idaho is a pretty small state. And in the way that... There are a lot of events that Miss Idaho goes to that Miss my students will probably see me at. And so I wanted them to know, I think, from the very beginning that if they saw me out and about in a crown and sash, there is a reason. And I explained to them how the competition came about and how I won and what this means and all of that. And they're really excited and encouraged. And I actually yesterday just showed them my crown and sash for the first time because like I said I had to go to a photo shoot after school so it was in my car and they were so excited and it's fun because they they've googled me for their parents to see so that their parents believe them that their teachers miss Idaho and it's it's just such a fun and exciting time I think for all of us and they're really supportive. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So Talk to us a little bit about what it's like to be a teacher today. So, and just a lot of the listeners know Sarah's in her fourth year as a teacher. So what was the year that you started teaching? Uh, 2019-2020. Okay, so the pandemic year. So you've had yes. a really challenging set of years. Yeah. And teachers all over the nation have dealing with the pandemic, 
um, various shootings that pop up on top of other stressors. So how do you, how have you dealt with that and stayed optimistic and energized through it all? Yeah, well, as you mentioned, my first year of teaching was was the year that COVID hit. And so in March of my first year, we were all sent home and the next few months were a blur of like Zoom calls. <laughs> I was just trying to keep myself and my students afloat. And then the next year was really inconsistent as far as masks and no masks and then hybrid and then in person and just all kinds of things that no one ever expected to have to deal with. Um, and I think that we're still kind of seeing the repercussions of that. Um, it's it's been a really interesting few years as an educator, especially as you mentioned with all of the the school shootings and everything else going on. It's it's strange because no other profession has to practice lockdown drills and active shooter drills on a regular basis like we do, and no other profession really considers having a golf club or a baseball bat in their classroom to defend themselves against a shooter. And it's kind of heavy when you really think about that because no one becomes a teacher thinking that they're going to have to, I guess, adapt through a global pandemic or defend their students <laughs> um, and, and risk their lives for them. But I I think that it's, it's, it's so difficult. It's heavy. It's hard. But um, I think that one thing that has kept me optimistic throughout this whole time is trying to find ways to, I guess, build myself up and build my students up and to focus on my own mental health and also try to find some way to inspire my students to value their education. And that's actually where my whole social impact started for the Miss America organization, which I'd love to tell you about too. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> um, my, my social impact is actually called Why Math Matters because I, I'm a middle school math teacher. And in the height of the pandemic, I realized that my students had a really hard time finding value in what we were learning, which how could I blame them? You know, in, <laughs> in a pandemic, learning math does not feel like the most important thing in the world. But it dawned on me when I had a student who said, Ms. Jensen, I'm never gonna use math because I'm gonna be a professional football player. And I gave him three or four ways that he as a professional football player would use math. And his pers perspective changed, even if it was just for a few minutes, he suddenly cared about what we were doing. And so I realized that if I could show kids that they might use math in their dream job, I could change their perspectives on it all together. And so I started interviewing people of different perspectives or di different professions about how they use math in their careers and I started a YouTube channel and I made a website. It's called whymathmatters.weebly.com. <laughs> and um, there's about 12 interviews posted, but I have over 20 interviews finished. Um, and, and yeah, it's kind of my way of, I guess, trying to show my students that this is gonna be important in their lives outside of the classroom. Um, and that's what I've been advocating for both as Ms. Jensen and as Ms. Idaho. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's working? Are students having more buy-in for math? I think it is, yeah, because I think it's really important for kids to have a teacher who's just as passionate about the subject as she is about you know, the profession. Um, and and I think that rubs off on her and it creates some buy-in, so. Mm -hmm. I think that segues to another thing I wanted to ask you about, which is what people, young people today need in a role model, because you are a role model in your roles for, for today's youth. And I think that dif different generations of youth need different things, like different characteristics or different goals. Yeah. So what kind of role model do you want to be for today's students and today's kids? 
I want to be the kind of role model who prioritizes education and who advocates for something that she's passionate about and who feels confident in her own skin and, um, you know, makes an effort to better herself every day and doesn't just try to portray a perfect life on social media, but lives a, a flawed life and is open about it. And that's the kind of person that I want to be as Miss Idaho. And like I said, as Miss Jensen, um, and I really love the Miss America organization, for example, because it creates role models like that, you know, young women who who focus on bettering themselves and who are passionate about education and about service and want to make their communities and the world a better place. And I think those are the types of people that we need to be putting in front of our kids. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are some of the unique challenges that today's kids are facing? <laughs> challenges oh my goodness I mean they of course their education world was rocked as a result of the pandemic many of them were home for an extended period of time before coming back to school so there's that um, I guess that lack of socialization that many of us or none of us had to deal with when we were kids they are also flooded every single day with all kinds of images on social media and that's that's a wave of emotions I mean if you're scrolling through TikTok, you could be scrolling through <laughs> so many videos of happiness and then sadness and then humor and just too many things for our brains to process in, in a two minute period, you know? Mm-hmm. So they have, I mean, they have a lot of unique pressures and a lot of unique struggles that, that I know I did not have to deal with when I was their age. So it's not easy to be a kid right now. And I recognize that. Mm-hmm. So let's say you go to this miss america competition you have your best day and you win what would what would your next steps be what would you do with that national platform <laughs> well um idaho has never won miss america before so i would be the very first which would be incredible and obviously an outstanding honor um and if i were to win miss america i want to uh, I mean, really, I want to do it being absolutely authentically 100% me. And the person that I am is first and foremost an educator. I like to talk to people about why math matters. I like to teach kids on a regular basis. I I serve every day and that's, you know, that's what we do. And so as Miss America, I actually would like to develop a school tour for Miss America to do throughout the country so that the kids in our schools can see, like I mentioned, someone who is a positive role model, who advocates, who is service oriented, who's passionate about what, passionate about education <laughs> and all of those things. I wanna be, I wanna be a Miss America who's also a teacher. So that would be my goal for the organization. Mm-hmm. Great. Is there anything yeah. else that you wanna add about being a teacher or being Miss Idaho? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think we've covered all the bases here. Um, I guess just look out for me at different things throughout the year. Come up and say hi if you see me. Um, follow me on Instagram at Miss America ID. That's where I'll keep everyone updated on everything. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it and we wish you luck at your competition. Oh, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And don't forget to go to IdahoEdNews.org for the latest on all of Idaho's education updates. Have a great week.